When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey there, and welcome to Better Than Resolutions Week on the How to Be a Better Person podcast. I'm Kate, your host. And today... On this last day of the year and of the decade, we get to dive into the brass tacks of how you want to spend your time and what you want to create in 2020. But we're not going to do it by setting resolutions because, let's face it, people don't keep resolutions. Franklin Covey, the company behind the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People book and planners, surveyed 15,000 Americans and found that one-third of resolutions are forgotten within a month. And four out of five people don't ever achieve their resolutions. Four out of five. Resolutions are just too big. You know, things like get out of debt, get healthy, are like trying to eat an elephant. So don't make any resolutions this year. How about that, huh? (laughs) Bye-bye. So what do I suggest you set instead? I suggest that you set some good old-fashioned goals. I know, I know, goals aren't sexy. But you know what? They're doable. You know how to do them. Resolutions, since you only do them once a year, are just too exotic. There's so much time that passes in between the times when we use resolutions that we forget everything we learned about how they don't work. Goals, on the other hand, we do all the time. They're also practical, and they are time-bound. You can set a goal to have a chapter of a book you've been thinking about writing by February 15th, and your brain can wrap itself around that unlike a resolution to write a book in 2020, which just makes you want to get back in bed and hide under the covers. Am I right? I know that the new year is such a natural time to be thinking about the big, lofty things you want to do in order to live your best life. That's why the idea of setting resolutions is appealing. That's also why I suggested you start by choosing a theme for your year. That was in yesterday's episode, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, go and listen to that one too. A theme is big picture. It's lofty. A goal is shorter term, and it's brass tacks. Also, themes and goals go hand in hand. Goals are how you make your theme a reality, and a theme is what inspires your goals. The good news is you don't have to have your theme before you start setting your goals, so don't tell yourself that you can't do the goal setting that I'm about to walk you through if you don't have a theme. Sometimes it takes writing down some goals you know you want to do for your theme to emerge, and that's okay. It's just important that by the end of this week or so that you have both a theme and a set of goals because they work together to keep you on track. Okay, so to set your goals for 2020, get out a piece of paper or open up your notes app, which is what I use so that I can look at them on my phone or my computer. Get out your planner or whatever works for you and then write these four categories down. Work, family, which includes your partner, your kids, your parents, etc. Money and personal, which includes health. 
Then get to writing. <laughs> Make a list of goals for each category. And here's a pro tip for you that I got from reading Edwin Gaines's book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Set a date for each goal. I know, I know, it feels risky. What if you miss your own deadline? Well, here's the thing. You might. Doesn't really matter. What matters is that when you review your goals, you see that date. And we're talking about how to make sure that you review your goals on Friday of this week. So come back now, you hear? Setting a date helps you figure out which goal you really need to get cracking on pronto and which you can let ride for a while. Also, seeing the date draw nearer and nearer will help you get your button gear. If you end up missing the deadline, God is not going to strike you down. The important thing isn't when you achieve a goal, it's that you achieve it. Having a deadline for your goals makes your odds of success higher, so be sure you write a date down next to each goal. And now here's a secret for you. You can set goals now, and if a couple weeks or months in, they just are not resonating with you, guess what? You can cross them off the list. Yeah, I did this in 2019. I set a goal to attend all the yoga classes in two different sessions, and then I spent at least half the year with some fairly significant lower back pain that yoga only seemed to aggravate. So, I went to all the classes that felt like a good choice for my body, and I let go of the fact that that meant I didn't do all the classes I paid for. It was the right call for me. Honestly, crossing something off your list of goals is just as valuable as checking something off. It will help you stop spending energy on thinking you want something that you don't truly want. Knowing that you can cross something off your list of goals also encourages you to write down some stuff that you might not be 100% sure about yet or that might scare you a little bit. You want your list of goals to open possibilities for you, not shut them down. So if you're still a little iffy about something, write it down anyway. It'll help you see if that's something that's important to you. I think it's important to see what you wanted but you didn't do. There's a lot of value in that. Did you not do them because you got scared? Or because your life took a left turn? Or it turns out you didn't really want that thing? Or you wrote it down because you thought it was something you should do? Which, by the way, is a terrible reason to go after a goal. (laughs) This exercise is about making the difference that you want to see in yourself and in the world, not what anyone else says you should do. So those are your marching orders for the day. Make your list of goals for 2020 in the following categories. Work, family, money, and health. Have fun with this one. And be sure to come back every other day this week because we're going to keep building on this work. Better than resolutions week lasts a whole week after all. I hope you have a New Year's Eve that feels good to you and that we all end 2019 on a high note. Tomorrow is the dawn of a new era. If you can, listen to tomorrow's episode in the morning because it has tips on how to use the first day of the new year in an auspicious way. Cheers. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 